0: hey guys welcome to the scrubs and soy sauce podcast i am mickey rye
1: i am dr kev
0: and we are your two hosts just two awkward asian people starting a podcast (laughs) which by the way we've been procrastinating on starting this for years and years now so two winters have passed since we were supposed to initially start this
1: lots of work we've converted our spare bedroom which is freezing down here (laughs) and mickey doesn't know how to she just came down here was like where do we start there's like so much equipment and so much yes, stuff and kevin
0: sh- has done the honors of all the research and all the hard work to make this happen just know every time you listen to a podcast or watch a podcast we are freezing down here because it's our spare bedroom and there's no we can't have the heater on otherwise the audio will have feedback and if you hear any chewing noises during this podcast, just know that is Lucky Rye doing his daily bone chewing routine.
1: Can we zoom in on that? Is, that? is that part of editing?
0: Let's do a little intro. So my name is Mickey. I'm a registered nurse and a content creator. We currently have over 4 million friends on the internet on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok combined. But we make a lot of content about our relationship, about our Asian American identities, and also about medicine, about our work as healthcare professionals.
1: I'm Dr. Kev. I am a surgery resident here. We are located in the great Pacific Northwest in Seattle, Washington. I am in year three out of six in my training, Mm -hmm. so have gone a long ways, but still have a long ways to go. Currently, I'm on a research year, which means I can spend hours on Amazon buying all of this equipment for this podcast. Welcome to the show, and our goal is to kind of engage more with our community and share our thoughts in a more long form and thoughtful process.
0: Yeah, so the podcast will have different themes. Some of them will be related to talking about relationships, breakups, hospital drama, medicine, Asian American identities, being awkward Asian people. Like everything is going to be covered and we totally realize that not every episode will be for every person and that's okay. So today we're starting off with a story of how we met because it's quite a juicy one and we have told it in the past a little bit and privated that video did you know that i privated that video yeah so yeah i thought we would retell it here in a longer form where people can truly get to know us a little bit better
1: but i think there are also some interesting themes that we can discuss about dating and things in general yes absolutely mickey will tell like 96 percent of this story that
0: is not true so when i was in nursing school that is when i started my kind of like nursing Instagram. It was initially my personal Instagram page, which I then converted to a nursing school Instagram page where I was posting, you know, pictures of me doing my clinical rotations or just educational content. And I think around the time I I had 30,000 followers and this was
1: like 2018 just before you graduated, right?
0: Yes, far before I graduated. Oh, wow. So I think it was 2017. So I was working really hard to grow my Instagram and back in the day, um, we had what was called engagement groups, which basically you would team up with like a group of like 10 other creators and Every time somebody posted, you would send your posts to the group and everybody would then go and like your post, comment on your post. Really?
1: just 10 people?
0: I was in school, obviously. So it was very difficult for me to keep up with this engagement group. And so I actually gave my login to Mama Rai so that Mama Rai could help me engage with the engagement group, help me respond to comments. I was like really adamant about growing at the time. So Mama Rai was at home on this iPad helping me engage with people. One day I actually got in a really big fight with Mama Rai because i realized that she was randomly following people um and i was like mom you Don't do that. Like, just you know, engage with people, comment, but don't follow anyone because I don't know who they are. And she was like, "Well, I followed these two last people. Like, I won't do it in the future, but I just wanted to let you know that I followed these two people. And the two people she followed, they were both medical students at the time. One of them was Kevin, and one of them is one of my good friends who is now an ER resident. Why did you follow me on Instagram?
1: You had great. Did you think I was hot?
0: Of course. (laughs) Is that why you followed me, or did you like my? I don't think you were
1: hot. You're (gasps) cute.
0: Oh, you don't think I'm hot? What? Oh my God, this is not going well. This is not going well for
1: me. This is no longer going to be a two-person podcast.
0: I agree. So Kevin followed me and Mama Rai followed him back so kevin's like now under the impression that i'm following him
1: are you not (laughs) then i start messaging you and you respond
0: yes and what was what did you hit me with what was your magical pickup line
1: i don't think it was any pickup line it was just like what are you doing for school or
0: yes kevin asked me what specialty are you going into super juicy
1: very very juicy
0: Yeah. And then it came into my general inbox because I was following him back and I was like, who the heck is this person? And then I look at his profile and then I figured out why Mama Rai followed him, because in his bio, it literally says the name of his med school, which this man went to one of the best med schools in the country um, and then class of. 2020.
1: What's wrong with that's a fact.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. The reason I responded was because at the time I was actually still thinking about going to medical school, right? You were pretty
1: adamant about going into medical school. Yeah, so I was really hoping
0: to get some advice from you. So some ways into our conversations, I am like, oh, like, do you have any advice on getting into medical school? I'm asking for a friend.
1: I feel like I did give you some advice at the beginning. No, you didn't. Well, I was part of the admissions committee, right? Like. I was interviewing folks and Mm -hmm. like doing stuff. So I was really into the know it stuff.
0: You literally told me don't go. That was the advice that you gave me. Is that
1: bad advice though?
0: No, it's not. It was a little um, off putting for sure.
1: I mean, I think for a nurse to go into medical school, I think there are situations in which that is fine, but it's like so much easier if you just be a nurse. Be a nurse or like a nurse practitioner. There's other pathways that are already existing that's
0: true but kevin just like was not giving me any advice or any help but randomly like every couple of months you would just slide in the dms and say something completely random like oh my god step two was so hard or whatever the heck what was going through your mind when you were just like randomly messaging me? Was there like a routine or just like, oh, you randomly thought of me? So or saw me on your feed?
1: Yeah, very natural.
0: Yeah. So I would get a message every couple of months and I would respond. And we realized that we had a lot of random similarities where our lives kind of cross paths. We were in Japan at the exact same time when we were kids. We were in SF in the same building doing research the same summer of 2015 we were in LA at the same time for college there was just like a lot of strange intersections and we also really bonded over this idea of being awkward Asian people going through healthcare education
1: so at this point we haven't had the opportunity to actually see each other in person no yeah so it's been like a couple of years where it's on the Instagram and then on the Instagram on, on the Instagram and like. I think an interesting story was when she actually gave me her actual cell phone number. Thanksgiving or Christmas of 2019. Yes. When she was like, we were talking about something that we probably shouldn't talk about. But basically, she's like, it's so cumbersome to talk on Instagram. We need to, um, I would like, do you have a... <laughs> i want to switch so i can type on my computer and then i was like okay and so she gave me her number but then i had an android at the time so i was like green text it
0: was giving red (laughs) flags all over but truly like i normally when i text i use my macbook pro because i like to type really fast and kevin was trying to get me to tell him a story so genuinely i was like i don't want to type this on my phone
1: is that a red flag if someone has an android phone
0: it's not a green flag (laughs) Or it is a green five because oh the text gosh. bubbles are green. Uh, no, it's fine. I think it means you're economical. Economical.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I feel like some of the Samsung phones are more expensive than the Apple Yeah, phones. the Samsung
0: phones are great, low yeah. key. At this point, it, it has been like three years of talking and we still have not hung out in real life.
1: Well, the juicy part is that Mickey never told me this, but she was dating someone for most of that
0: we were never, I mean, we never saying talked. anything sketchy and you yeah. never asked me if i had a boyfriend like it ever came this up in conversation a, wasn't there yet yeah know?
1: there was
0: no there's nothing re- that we were talking about that would have been like inappropriate yeah to do in a relationship or anything mm-hmm.
1: like that i recently learned this word called on on, on tiktok called riz is that is there, in, riz. there is there yes. riz associated with this or no
0: no i, I don't no. think you're using it in the right oh, okay. context it's okay though. I appreciate the effort.
1: Can you there's gonna be some listeners who are probably more like me. Can you explain this Riz phenomenon?
0: So I also was recently exposed on TikTok, even though I was born on the nineteenth of December, which makes me ten days away from Gen Z. They were like, You are not Gen Z. You are ninety-six. And so I don't know if I'm qualified to give the definition, but basically Riz is like like a measure of your coolness. From
1: my generation, it's like you've got game, no? Is that sound roughly about right
0: kind of except it's like unintentional you don't have to like work for it it's just like there
1: i see so we're we're talking about switching over to talking on the on the text messaging
0: yes portion yes
1: i think that's when we started talking a little bit more
0: Yes, and then we started texting, and then it started to get to the point where we were, like, basically texting 24-7. But but also
1: because Mickey was now, I think, recently single at this point. I was
0: not that freshly.
1: It's your story or my story, (laughs) if you want me to keep telling the story. Oh,
0: my God. So, yes, I had gotten out of a relationship and i was looking to kind of put myself out there a little bit more and just like reinforce whether or not i had riz or not you know before i met you i was convinced that i was in love with you i was like oh my god i really really? like him like you didn't
1: tell me this until like last year
0: Yeah, I was really convinced that I really liked you because I felt like there were so many cool parallels in our lives. And even though I'd never actually talked to you or seen your actual face, I was convinced that you could be the one for me.
1: That's wonderful. What was the deal breaker where... What if your voice sounds...
0: Yes, I was like, oh my gosh, what if your voice was actually like a major red flag and this entire thing had to go down the gutter and then Kevin calls me immediately and of course I don't pick up because I'm not going to pick up, but (laughs) what would you have done if I just picked up? I don't know. Would you have talked to me? Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyways, all this is going swell and at this point I had moved back to the Bay Area where my parents were and that's where Kevin was at the time. So Kevin's like, we should hang out. And I was like, yes, that's a great idea. So we set a date. We put it on the calendar. It was a Wednesday that you were supposed to come to my house and we were going to make dumplings. Kevin can hand make from scratch with dough flour. Yeah, (laughs) make dumplings so he offered to make me dumplings which are my favorite food but But then
1: one of her best friends is like what if this dude is uh crazy like is it okay for you to like meet him first time at your house which i think that's reasonable which is
0: totally valid my friend was like you're crazy what if he's actually a creeper and you just let him into your house and i was like valid point And that was the Wednesday. And two days before that, on the Monday, my friend and I were gonna go into SF for just like a girl's day. And that's where Kevin was at the time. So she was like, why don't we just have lunch with him, make sure he's a normal person. And then if all goes well, then he can come on the Wednesday.
1: I was like really not prepared to have this meeting. I don't know, (laughs) have you ever been on a first date with your date's best friend?
0: It wasn't like a date though. Yeah, it
1: was, but it's the first time we were meeting and you were really cranky. True or not?
0: Yes, because the night before this intervention, I had gone to med school prom with my girl bestie. And we were up all night. We didn't eat breakfast and we got up at 5 a.m. because we wanted to get photos of the Golden Gate Bridge. And at the time, we were in our travel blogger era taking these photos and it was maybe like 45 degrees out, freezing. I'm cranky because I'm hangry, but we have lunch with Kevin and we decided to get dim sum.
1: Yeah. They also picked me up from where I lived. I'm a poor medical student. I didn't live in the best part of town, I would say. It's yes. kind of sketchy to drive to pick me up. So
0: my my friend and I we go and we are on our way to pick Kevin up yes it's kind of a sketchy part of the neighborhood it's a little bit of a red flag we're like okay it's fine we're driving we're driving we are driving mind you at this point I'm convinced I'm in love with you and oh, my friend a- like pulls up and she we see someone like waiting by the side of the road this man is wearing like a rainbow flannel with a black backpack with jeans with the cuffs rolled up and dad shoes she was like do you want me to pull over or should i drive away oh my gosh in the nicest way possible though she didn't say it like this
1: is that. the modern day romance
0: and i was like oh i don't know what to do like you know like we should all get like Please eat lunch. We picked you up. We picked you up from the side of the road. You got in the car. I think you were
1: in the passenger seat. Yes. I was in the back seat. And yes. My friend was driving.
0: I'm very introverted, so I'm not the best at holding a conversation, but my friend is very extroverted. Also,
1: we were both in medical school. You're like tired. Yes, like, I
0: was exhausted. I was like pooped.
1: half asleep.
0: But because they were both in medical school and taking like the same exams, going through the same things, you guys had a lot in common. So the entire car ride and the entire lunch was you two talking and i just sat there
1: i probably spoke five words to you yeah it was not the best
0: it was not the the best best. first
1: first impression for either of us oh for you either well you didn't do anything (laughs) well fun fact so they wanted to take more photos after the event. We went to get some. Well, matcha. we were like,
0: okay, yeah, like we're gonna get this lunch. We'll tell the story about the check oh, the next oh time. Gosh. We'll leave that for okay. for next time. We were under the impression that we would have this lunch and then we would go our separate ways. But in order to part, we were like, oh, we're gonna go take more photos. And Kevin's like, oh, I'll come with you.
1: You didn't want me to come with you to take more photos. I
0: don't remember what I was thinking, but clearly you came along with us. We ended up getting like matcha soft serve and stuff, and then we went to go take more photos and then we ended up back at the golden game why did
1: we go back there <laughs>
0: because of photos we took in the morning we weren't sure if those were good so we had to go back and take more photos this entire time kevin and i are still not talking the entire situation is like low-key they, awkward they didn't
1: get my jokes i think her friend asked me to hold her backpack i'm like no i was joking of course not and then like
0: that's not a, a funny a- joke clearly a- now knowing your sense of humor it is kind of funny But <laughs> back, like on the first day we met she was carrying I'm like a 10 pound backpack and we were just like oh do you mind holding it while we like queue up the meter and he was like "No, yes.
1: no i said yes i mind <sighs>
0: we're back at the golden gate bridge and if you know anything about the bay area in order to go to the other side where we both lived you can just take the bridge and go.
1: I also live the furthest possible away in San Francisco from the Golden Gate Bridge. But like,
0: I didn't know that. I hadn't You no, picked me up. I don't know SF geography. So I feel really bad. But then we were like, makes sense for us to leave this way. So then Kevin can just Uber home. We left him to Uber home. And I felt so disappointed because, again, I was convinced that you were going to be the love of my life. And this entire first meeting was so far from ideal. I'm like most moping in the car and the best part was that my friend took a wrong turn at the golden gate bridge so we ended up having to circle all the way back around and when we circled back around we saw I was kevin. still
1: waiting for my uber
0: we saw kevin again and he started waving at us and it gave wow. me the biggest ick i'd ever gotten in my life
1: women are just so um
0: i feel really bad i was
1: like i think my impression of that day was i'm like wow mickey's like either really boring or really tired or both
0: that's savage but anyways i go home we're on the way home
1: she doesn't text me for like a day
0: no i'm still responding just like
1: as someone who has less social cues it was still obvious that it was like (laughs) less of a priority
0: i'm sorry
1: you're not sorry
0: I do apologize. I was going to do like a ghosting, slow fade kind of situation. Actually, the following day, I had a phone call. Remember, I told you guys my mom followed two people. One of them was Kevin and the other one was another med student. I actually had a phone call with him. Why did
1: you phone call him?
0: I think he called me about something else. Why don't you
1: pick up when I called you?
0: Anyways, he called me for something else and I, I consulted him about the situation. I was like, look, I'm supposed to make dumplings with this guy tomorrow, first meeting yesterday went super strange should i just cancel the whole thing or is that too rude i was in sacramento and he was in sf and that's a two hour drive roughly normally it's difficult for us to get to each other but kevin coincidentally had a medical conference that week which is why he got a rental car and was gonna be able to drive to me so i was gonna feel really guilty if i canceled that day and my friend was like no you should just at least make the dumplings maybe just like make it a shorter thing not like a whole day experience
1: yeah and then on the morning of i was like hey i'm gonna start driving and she's like Mm, i'm not feeling so good
0: i promise i'm not a horrible person but the morning of i felt bad that you had to drive two hours too so truly i also had a sore throat that morning so i was like hey i'm really not feeling the best i know you have clinical rotations which you cannot skip or miss in school i
1: was on like an ed
0: yeah walk so i had like
1: three or four days off
0: look i'm not feeling the best if you don't want to come and get sick from me i totally understand and Kevin, not taking the cue at all, is like, was oh, like, I'm fine. It's I fine. I
1: see sick people every day.
0: So you decided to come anyways. Yeah. What was going through your head when you were driving to me?
1: I don't know. I was like, should I actually finally talk to this lady? Lady. What does she want from me? Am I going to die? Why
0: would you die? I don't know. But at this point, I'm like not nervous at all because I'd already met you and... Like, what could go wrong? It it already gone so wrong the first day. To die. My...
1: You knew I wasn't, like, crazy or anything, right? Yeah. Like, I was yeah. harm, harmless. But
0: at this point, I'm like, maybe we can be good friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you say that
1: still to this day.
0: Yeah, we are still good friends, oh, even though yeah. we're dating. When you came over, immediately we were doing better because...
1: Because I didn't wear the dad shoes?
0: Yes, you didn't wear the dad shoes, and you were wearing a cute little Patagonia sweater.
1: You mean that medical school... Person outfit
0: yes with some adidas soccer pants you know i'm a sucker for adidas soccer oh pants gosh. so immediately we were off to a better start surprisingly i guess there just wasn't a third person there so we were able to just talk and flow and it felt like i was talking to the person that i was talking to online. i hope so i hope so yeah
1: but to be honest the whole shoe situation i, I don't know boys men out there if apparel means this much
0: (laughs) and some things just give you the ick and i can't describe it you Mm
1: -hmm. know they're not even dad shoes they're like the nike kill shots they're very popular
0: what was your impression of me
1: well i don't know if she was trying to be busy or not but the story didn't make sense which is like "Ah, i'm not feeling so well and it's like i have dinner plans with my parents (laughs) i think you were trying to pull off the impression that you were super busy
0: am i not super busy
1: i i don't know
0: I was pretty. You were busy.
1: pretty busy then. You yeah, had I was working
0: like four jobs at that point. Yeah,
1: like you were working in the hospital as a PICU nurse, and then you had your the startup thing. And
0: yes, yeah. I mean there were multiple things I was juggling. But then, what was your impression when you actually got to hang out with me oh, that day?
1: Like you were pretty genuine, and like I was pretty. Yeah thanks i knew that from the first time i met you You're, okay you were pretty okay that's fine that's not the important part here It felt
0: like the conversation flowed really smoothly and it felt like that first day had never even happened i think
1: having that day is fine i think like, it's hilarious oh to
0: look God. back on would you like to continue to tell the story what happens late at night
1: well i didn't want to drive back i rented a car but to be honest i didn't have a car in undergrad at our medical school so i wasn't like the best drove. at driving I'm okay at driving i just haven't driven very much
0: <laughs> he got to my house at 2 p.m and we talk all the way until 3 a.m like we're still sitting there we're still chatting at this point it's pitch black outside and kevin cracks a joke what do you say
1: If I go home now, there's no traffic or something.
0: So Kevin's like hinting that he wants to stay over. If you remember earlier, I did in fact say that I thought I was going to be in love with this man. And because I just moved to a brand new apartment, the only thing I had was a twin size mattress, which obviously I'm going to sleep on. You're not going to sleep on that. So I actually intentionally ordered a full size mattress for Kevin, not for us, just for Kevin to sleep on like in the guest bedroom. But because that first meeting went so bad, poorly i lugged that mattress which i'd not unboxed yet all the way into my spare bedroom and stuffed it into the closet so that you would have no excuse to be like oh i want to stay over because if there's no place for you to sleep like how are you going to stay over
1: who thinks of this idea of buying a mattress
0: if you were like some of my friends or something like want to stay over so anyways kevin's like hinting to stay over and i'm like yes of course you can stay over i don't mind do you mind I have a spare mattress, but you have to get it out from the closet.
1: Like, Why is it in here if you just bought it? Why aren't you using <laughs> this mattress? And then, you know, it has to take like a day or two to like to <laughs> inflate. inflate. So I was like <laughs> sleeping on a deflated mattress. It was not room. even
0: that yeah. deflated. He ends up sleeping in the living room. Um, we wake up the next morning and I have work. So I'm working from home and Kevin goes and gets me KFC
1: because that's what she wanted, not because I'm cheap. So I think we talked about biscuits or something. Oh, I love right? biscuits.
0: And then he drives home around noon that day.
1: Do you want to talk about the rest of the early days of dating?
0: Wait, wait we had to backtrack because... During that day, we had a conversation talking about how I had relatively freshly gotten out of a relationship and how you had match day coming up in like, two months. Yeah. We had a conversation where we were just like sitting down next to each other and we we're like, it's probably not the best thing for us to do to get in a relationship right now for either of us. So we should probably wait until like all these things pass and then get in a relationship if we so decide.
1: You know, you're in a state where you're like, I could move if I want to or like i was also under the impression that i would stay in the bay area no no
0: no kevin gave me the impression that
1: we would stay closer
0: closer to my home base
1: the biggest thing was that this was right before covid had started and that i think put into a lot of perspective like our what's important to us in our lives. We had friends in the city, but to have someone, I think it accelerated our relationship a lot. So the first five or six meetings was pre-COVID. We had heard about this thing in In Asia. And then like maybe five or six meetings. And that's when like, you know, my school started saying, oh, there might be some cases in San Francisco. And that kind of changed how we thought about life. life. and And one of the things that Mickey did for me was that I didn't have a car so the way that I would go and visit her was take this mega bus. It was a 5 or $10 mega bus. Yes. Take it after work and go there and come back. It was very romantic per se. We, we love the place that the mega bus drops us off at in Sacramento. <laughs> yes. It's one of our favorite locations. But then she let me borrow her brand new car.
0: And I kid you not, Kara, which is the name of my Toyota Prius, was brand spanking new. She was one month old. I had not even driven her yet. She had
1: like 2,000 miles on there. And so I drove her back to San Francisco.
0: Well, because I, I didn't want Kevin taking the mega bus with this car. Supposed COVID stuff at the time, right? We didn't know what the situation was So I didn't want him getting exposed to other people on the bus So it's like why don't you just take the car with you back to SF?
1: Which was really nice But also kind of scary for me, too. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah Fun fact, I was by myself in the car when I heard that I had matched So how the match process works is that you find out on Monday whether or not you match but they don't tell you where Right. And on Friday, you figure out where. Right. And I was actually driving. There's traffic, so I I thought I'd reach back to the city by 8 a.m. But they tell you around 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was literally at the toll gate of the San Francisco Bridge in your car. Yeah. When I was like, oh, I am matched. Yeah. So, lots of memories in this. <laughs> little car
0: i think something that's like probably so crazy for people to hear is us like quote unquote moving in to a place with each other so early on in dating and part of that was because of covid and the world shutting down right we each had our respective apartments the world shut down and there was nothing else for us to do it made sense for us to quarantine together at that point got to experience what life would be like if we decided to stay together
1: life was like pretty simple then right like you couldn't You go grocery shopping. I think at that point, I was done with all my clinical duties, at least the end. That was the time where I would planned to go traveling Mm because that's what a lot of people do at the end of their fourth year of medical school.
0: We had kind of avoided fully defining the relationship until we... Knew a game plan of what was going to happen from that point on and when match day happened and we found out that you would be going to Seattle that was a moment where we really had to decide like was I going to move with Kevin or was I not and yes while long distance relationship is totally possible six years (laughs) is a very long time Mm -hmm. Um, and for somebody who like had just freshly known each other
1: yeah it's a big decision for you to make to sacrifice parts of your life to move to Seattle but also I don't want to force you to do that as well we did make the decision to do that but we also had lots of things in place where if it didn't work out it would be okay the apartment that we ended up getting the first year we were here was like very cheap very budget so very affordable very affordable yeah in the off
0: chance i decided i didn't like seattle or something didn't work out between us kevin would still be able to pay that rent on his own
1: yeah and then you still could go back through the bay area
0: i applied to two jobs one of which i know for sure i finished the application i don't know if the other one i actually finished the app or not the kind of sign from the heavens was that i really only applied for one job and i ended up getting that job i did three interviews and i ended up getting the job so that felt like a sign for me to go to seattle and i was also looking for a change of
1: pace it was quote unquote her dream job per se Yes. She was very excited for the two or three months.
0: Yes. It was leading up to the job. Yes. It was a specialty that I was looking forward to greatly. And it was a very big change from what I was previously working in. I was like, why the heck not? Like I have a job. I have a man's like, let's just go to Seattle. What what would you say are your biggest takeaways or lessons from that experience?
1: Lesson number one. First impression might not be the best impression yeah but also trust your instincts right like we it wasn't like a first first date or anything we had spoken to each other a long time i think texting you know people can spend a little bit more time thinking and so it's kind of a reflection of more of your inner characteristics it's hard for some people to make like a first impression and some people make really good first impressions and don't end up being the person they are i think for me i usually just have one one style like i'm just myself
0: 100 percent always unapologetically himself like he doesn't ever feel the need to pretend to be someone else
1: i think it's sometimes bad if i'm trying to make a good impression and (laughs) it's not my best impression but i'm working on it
0: second lesson is that No matter what you do in a relationship, people will judge you. People will push you. You moved in too fast. Oh, you still haven't moved in yet. Oh, you still haven't gotten engaged yet. People will always have an opinion on your timeline, and nobody knows your timeline better than you and your partner. Being able to figure out what's realistic and what's practical, you can be honest with yourself. I think your relationship will go much further.
1: Also, like relationships are, you know, about the two people that you're talking about, but there's also so many other stakeholders in play, like your friends, your family, <laughs> yeah. your jobs, right? So you have to be able to balance all, all those things. things. And then most importantly, like you're the one that spends the most time with the other person, right? Yeah. Those can't overcome overall the your relationship with each other.
0: And at the end of the day, you should still put yourself first. Like if you are having to compromise yourself to be in a relationship with another person, like short-term compromise I think is okay, but long-term you have to make sure your goals are are in fact in alignment
1: one plus one needs to be greater than two right like you can't yeah you can't be less than two i
0: like this little summary we had at the end of the pod okay. we should do this for every pod
1: summary number three that was like dog. point three already this okay. is like number four. four dog has to like the person is that true
0: yes animals have a really great way of telling people's energy And if my dog does not like you, unfortunately, that is a massive red flag to me because Lucky likes almost everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I took off my Patagonia jacket and just fell asleep on it. He
0: was obsessed with Kevin. That was a green flag to me. Well, anyways, that is our very first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you guys next week for another weekly episode every Tuesday. Make sure you give this podcast five stars if you enjoyed it.
1: And just give us some feedback. We're just starting out with this process. So if you there's yes. any suggestions on how we can improve,
0: we're happy to hear it.